0: Live and local, this is The Game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone, it's a Saints touchdown! Streaming live on 1037 The Game mobile app and online at 1037thegame.com. It is a Saints touchdown! This is the Jordy Holtberg Show. Hey baby, we are gonna be here! Call us up at 337 706 0111. I like that gun about it. Now, here's your host, Jordy Holberg. And a great good afternoon
1: and welcome aboard on this Thursday, March 24th, the year 2022. Hope you're having a spectacular day. Thanks so much for making us a part of it. My main man, James Mesh, back in the master control suite in the game studios, which are on the campus of Delta Media, which houses 1037 in Lafayette. We're also on 1041 in Lake Charles. You're all yours truly here in Studio 1A. Thursday show brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. There's one in Baton Rouge, also in Lafayette. Right there, snuggled in on Ambassador Caffrey Parkway. Um, the philosophy is very simple. Improve not only your appearance on the outside, but also, more importantly, how you feel on the inside. The Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana's philosophy is to treat you from the inside out, taking into consideration your unique and individual needs we can help you improve your overall quality of life our long-term lifestyle approach sets us apart call us in Lafayette at 337-484-1234 337-484-1234 to schedule a private complimentary consultation or stop by as our guest to tour our state-of-the-art Facility. That's the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. We've got the Sweet Sixteen beginning tonight. A very pivotal three-game home stand for the Pelicans tonight against Chicago. Uh, the most important game yet Saturday against San Antonio. Sunday against the Lakers, all inside the Smoothie King Center. Baseball, LSU can't hold a lead. The Cajuns can't hold a lead. They're really, really struggling. But you know, football is king in this part of the world. And with spring football at LSU set to begin today, new head coach Brian Kelly met with the media yesterday to share where things stand and what it takes to build a championship caliber uh, program. So with that in mind, we've got some sound. And Brian Kelly talked about um, building this team through competition.
2: As we build this roster, our job, my job, is to build competition at every position. If you don't like competition, this isn't the place for you. I came down here because I love competition. So it starts with me, and it's going to run through every position. If competition is not what you like, then there's another school for you. And so at every position, we're going to build it with competition. If you love to compete, LSU's the place for you.
1: I love it. He also wants to create habits in the team, and it all starts with a commitment to the team.
2: I'll give you an example. We, we ask, ask them to fill out a personal wellness questionnaire on their phone every day every day because we're creating habits you know good habits lead to good things happening in everything they do in the classroom in the community on the football field you know at the other place i was at it took a while for us to get that done we went seven days seven consecutive days where we had every guy filling those questionnaires out a hundred percent that to me those were the signs that there's the kind of commitment that I'm looking for. So suffice to say that we're in now that next phase after the physical, we're in that technical and tactical phase where we get to now apply football, right? So when we talk about, and you hear me talk about total preparation within our process, we now get to add some football
1: like this guy i like this guy a lot okay you got 15 practices coach kelly um how do you want to leave uh, spring camp when your mindset
2: i don't want to cover them up i want to know who we are so we can go to work on those when i get into camp in august so i can start addressing those things so creating situations within the spring so we can address those types of situations. Um, it's whole part whole in terms of methodology. And I would, I would say, you know, really at the end of the day, the most important thing is how we talk to our kids, create a positive coaching environment and how we talk to them on a day-to-day basis. That's how you want to leave spring.
1: And in other words, he's got to find out what, what his players can do, what his players can't do. And, Not cover up what they can't do, but emphasize the things that they can do. All right. The quarterback room, he talked about earlier, building the team with competition. If competition is not your cup of tea, there's another school for you. And he wants to generate competition at every position. Well, he's got Miles Brennan. He's got uh, Garrett Nussmeyer. He has... uh, the freshman in in how Walker Howard. And then he goes to the transfer portal and brings in a guy with three years of starting experience in Jalen Daniels. So coach, you got four quarterbacks. You only got 15 practices. You only got a couple of hours a day starting today. So how are you going to split up the time for each quarterback so you can evaluate them equally?
2: Number one question that should be asked is, um, how do you figure this out? Um, it probably was the one area that I spent more time with, with Mike and, and Joe than, you know, what concept are we putting in in the passing game. We're, we're going to go seniority to start, uh, one through four, first in to last in. And then, you know, the next time it might be uh, last, last in to, to first in until we get into a, a rhythm you know, that allows everybody to get enough reps where you can start to break those out. But you got to give it enough work, you know, before you can start parceling them out.
1: No question. Uh, So if it's first in, last out, it would be Miles Brennan taking the first reps today, followed by Garrett Nussmeyer, followed by Walker Howard, followed by Jalen Daniels. That would be first in, last in. So we'll see. Okay, Coach Kelly, what are we going to do with Jack Besh? Is he a wide receiver? Is he tight end? What are your thoughts on the former St. Thomas Moore Cougar who had a sensational freshman season?
2: I'd say first and foremost his confidence level is – his mental, you know, approach to the game is like a senior. He just has – he understands the difference between you know a preparation mindset and a performance mindset like when he prepares he knows how to prepare but when it's time to perform it's a totally different level that that's a rare attribute and you don't see it a lot i've seen it in only some high level nfl guys that have played for me he just it's a unique trait that he has
1: It's a high compliment to to Jack Besh. Kayshawn Butte is one of those players who's walking around in a boot. He had a second surgery on his foot. Um, Here's Coach Kelly talking about the star wide receiver.
2: We're in the process of building a relationship. I know his last name right now. And I say that only because we're in that process of he's reengaging. You know, he's been, you know, injured. He's he's had a second surgery. We're getting more acquainted every day. Look, he's a great player. He's a good kid. But this has been a rough spot for him. And what happens is you tend to get distracted because you're not involved in everything. But he's learning you got to be involved in everything, whether you're injured or not. And, and that's a process that he's going through. And we're seeing some really good changes. Um, we had a nice conversation in the training room this morning where he's He's on top of his academics, and he's, he's making good progress. The good part about it is the surgery was successful. He's making good progress. He's in a walking boot right now, and, and that's really the most important thing. The rest of the stuff, we'll work it out between the two of us. I'm not that hard-headed. He's a good player
1: good players always seem to find their way, but I get the impression in that, in that soundbite that, that Kayshawn was away from the team. He was kind of doing his own thing. He was getting his NIL deals with, with uh, Gordon McKernan and doing all this stuff. And, and, and coach Brian Kelly's like, look, dude, we're all in this together. You, whether you're playing or not, you're here. Cause there's a lot of things we're going over. A lot of things that you need to be privy to that you have to be a part of. uh, And I think they got this, uh, this message straightened out. I had a couple more because James, if you don't mind, um, we went over this a little bit beforehand, but I'm curious about this wellness questionnaire. So let's uh, listen to coach Kelly as he goes more in depth on this thing that he's asking his players to do every day. Let's listen. It's it's really about,
2: you know, trying to build strong habits, You know, so this consistency of approach is is one where it's really important to me. You know, to do it once in a while is not really going to affect change. It's your consistency of approach. It's the constant application that I'm looking at. And so filling out this wellness questionnaire is important. Don't get me wrong. Constant application creates great habits, which is what we're looking for on a day-to-day basis. We want our guys to have great habits.
1: I love it. I, I I love it. I think athletes need habits. I think they, they are trained to be at a certain place at a certain time and doing certain things at certain times and in certain ways. Um, and if you can continue to strive and do that and get that as part of their DNA, uh, that only aids the cause. So that was Brian Kelly um, yesterday. They'll hit the practice field here in a couple of hours. Uh, Matthew Bruni will join me next from Go 247, get his thoughts on spring football practice. Um, Don't have many scholarship players, but when the fall opens up, Brian Kelly says they're going to have tons of scholarship people. So we'll see his thoughts on the offensive line. Are they uh, tight end? Are they going into the transfer portal again? I'm sure they will. Uh, We'll continue the conversation as spring football begins in earnest today. It's the new regime, the new era of Brian Kelly. I'm telling you, I am impressed. I am very impressed. We'll have that story and much, much more when we return to the Geordie Helpert Show on this Thursday, March 24th, brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. Voted the best in the country for many, 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 many years. Um, Dr. Todd Howell and his staff do a great job of improving your appearance on the outside, but also, and much more importantly, how you feel on the inside. We don't want to age poorly. We want to age gracefully. We want to age the right way. We want to maintain our health and our lifestyle. The anti, the aesthetic medicine and anti-aging clinics of Louisiana can do so in their own special way. We'll be back. LSU football takes center stage when the Sweet 16 gets underway. Um, Blake Lavelle will join us at around 2.30 to talk all about that. Frank Schwab will join us in our number two to talk all things NFL. Are the Saints going to do anything in free agency? Are they going to do anything? To do something, all right, we'll talk about that and more. Stay with us. This is the Jordy Helfer Show on the game 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. We're Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: He's been a star on the hardwood and in the broadcast chair. So, what's the secret to the blonde bomber's success? Easy taking time to work on his tan. You look marvelous back to more of the tanned and talented Jordy Holtberg on The Game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station
1: Welcome back. We continue our LSU football spring report brought to you by the 60 ShopRite Tobacco Plus discount outlets scattered around southern and central Louisiana with their simple mission statement, serving the community, seeing their customers leave with a smile on their faces and whether your needs are fresh food, fuel, top shelf wines or spirits or just a quick Pit stop. ShopRite Tobacco Plus discount outlets look forward to serving you with their spacious stores filled with Louisiana products, their modern restrooms that are clean and comfortable, and with their delicious food that's always fresh and always fast. If you can't shop right at ShopRite Tobacco Plus discount outlets, dude, you just can't shop right at all. Matthew Bruni. Go 247 Sports joins us now. Matthew, you heard Brian Kelly. Uh, thank you for your time. Spring practice begins later on today. Man, I'm impressed with Brian Kelly. Uh, are you?
3: Yeah, he's great. He is uh, very energetic. He's very calculated. He laid yes. out everything really, really well yesterday at his press conference. Uh, just really, like you said, impressive so far. not
1: he? Doesn't he give you the feeling of confidence like, all right, this dude knows what he's doing and this team's going to be in capable hands. And I I, per, I, I like that. I, want, I haven't always felt that way about coaches and LSU football teams. That's all I'm going to say.
3: <laughs> it might have been it might have been a while since uh, the saving days.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so um, on January 4th, LSU had 39 scholarship players. Kelly says that on August the 4th, when the team reports for preseason camp, they'll have 84 scholarship players. That's a uh, man. He's done some work, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we we all know about the transfer portal um, moves that he made, but there are also you know walk-ons that you have to bring in. You're also put. Players that just have to fill roles. Um, obviously, this was player additions that he was able to players that he was able to bring in uh, just from transfer portal and from freshman class for a first year coach uh, at a new at a new program. So, I, I mean, I look at him. He has a deck, a full deck basically, and now he can kind of mold it to his liking. But obviously, this is his first year still, so. You know, it's not like he's had three freshman classes in here and everything. But with the addition of Jaden Daniels and all the transfers, I mean, there's enough experience on this team now to where we can look at them and be like, OK, now Brian Kelly can actually he has some he has some players to work with.
1: Matthew Bruni with us. Uh, the big soundbite that's got everybody kind of questioning or wondering what's going on is um, when when Brian Kelly talked about wide receiver Kayshawn um, that they're getting to know one another, that uh, Butte is reengaging and learning. That he has to be involved in everything. What was your first thoughts when you heard that soundbite?
3: Well, I mean, being in the audience and he said it, I was just like, I was kind of wide-eyed for a bit. I was just like, "Um, okay, this is – I wasn't expecting this because we hadn't heard much of this before. Obviously, we knew Kayshawn was was trying to come back from the injury and whatnot, but we we hadn't heard much of this publicly at least. And so I think there's a couple ways you can look at it, obviously. The fact that Kelly even brought it up and kind of had some fun with it I think to me is a good sign. I think he knows what he's doing. To go back to our earlier point of a guy who is in control and knows what mm-hmm. buttons to push. I think he knows the relationship is is in a fine place. Like he just needs to, you know, talk to him more. He, and they'll they'll work everything out. And it obviously hurts, Ute, that he's you know had a second surgery and he's not with the team as much. But you know, uh, if you're a coach, you try to get your star player to be as involved as possible. And I think communication will be just fine at, at this point, but I, I did think that was an interesting quote nonetheless.
1: I thought it was a direct message to Kayshawn Butte and the rest of the team. Hey, we're all in this together, whether you're playing or not. You got to be engaged. You got to be involved. It's a new team. It's a new staff. We're trying to learn a lot of things. You got to be there. Uh, I don't care what level of player you are. But, you know, mm-hmm. then he did quickly say we'll be fine because he's a really, really good player player, so so that's a good one. Uh, Major Burns is out. Garrett Dellinger is out right now. Um, Keyshawn Butte is going to be out right now. Other than that, they're pretty good health across the board. Everybody wants to know about the quarterback position, I'm sure. Uh, are you able to go out and watch some practice today, by the way?
3: Yeah, we're able to go to um, – I don't remember how, how long we're able to go, but I have the schedule – a magnet on my fridge with the schedule on it. But, um, yeah, we are able to go to a lot of practices throughout, uh, throughout the camp. So I, I think we'll be able to see plenty uh, on and off and you know, get plenty of write-ups and everything on it. So, yeah, we head out there at 5, and I believe it's 20, 25 minutes or so
1: uh, we'll be out okay. there. So, yeah. So you, are you beelining it straight to the quarterback uh, grouping?
3: 100%. 100%. <laughs> not, not even – I don't care about anybody else.
1: <laughs> I'm with you. Um, he he stressed competition. Um, and if you don't like competition, you, this isn't the school for you to go to. And I like that philosophy. Um, I would have loved to have been in the room when he told Miles Brennan and Garrett Dellinger and and, and, and you know and the like that this kid was coming in and Jalen Daniels. Um, I was wondering like that, and then I'm also very curious when things settle. If things settle after spring. What happens then?
3: Yeah, that's that's the interesting thing to me. And it was actually brought up a question, I think it was Brody Brody Miller from the Athletic brought it up in the questions like, you know, you, you bring Miles Bernard back and then you got an ad Jay and Daniels, how do you tell him that? And Kelly was just like you just tell him you have to compete for your job, you know? We didn't bring you back just so you're handed the job. We brought you back because we think you have a chance of starting, you know, you have to but you're gonna have to compete for the job with another very talented quarterback. And Garrett Nussmeyer is also a talented quarterback that I think should be given I think a little bit more respect, uh, just from you know people than I think yeah he's getting right now. Not saying that he's gonna start or anything, but I think he can push uh, Miles Brennan, uh for sure. And now that Jaden Daniels in the room I think I think it's a three horse race, but I think we've talked about this before. You and I I I we think Jaden Daniels is probably the guy, but obviously it's so early they haven't yeah. even they haven't even made
1: a. Uh. So there's so much into it. Can you learn the new system? Can you understand the plays? Can you get everybody in the right position? Talent is one thing, but the football IQ is a whole nother thing. And when you can get both, which is what Joe Burrow had, now you're cooking with grease. So we'll see. It'll all, the cream always rises to the top. It always does. I'm using cliche after cliche, but it does. Um, Scholarship wise they're not done with transfer portal wise, right? I would think um, offensive line is probably a high priority for this coaching staff to see if they can shore that up.
3: Yeah. Offensive line and tight end were the two that Brian Kelly said, but he did admit tight end is probably going to be more difficult to fix immediately because, okay. you know, the chance, tra- transfer portal wise, I don't know. And I don't know if he knows if, like they're gonna to continue to monitor it, but how realistic is it that one just pops right up and it says, All right, All right. I wanna to go to L S U You yeah. know, it's not not as easy. So, um we'll we'll see. He talked about players' moving position at that tight end uh two tight ends, so we'll see if that happens. Uh but offensive is definitely a spot um I think they could also be going best player available, you know, that old saying if if a really, really good player comes up at a position maybe you didn't know if you needed or not. I think maybe they're fire there too. So um, there are you. some options they still have
1: moving forward. All right, Matthew Bruni, go to four, seven sports. I appreciate it's the start 15 practice you get to watch it. So uh, fill me in later and tell me what these guys look like. All right. All
3: right. We'll, we'll do. We'll do. Also,
1: uh, I saw you talking, to, were you talking to coach McMahon up there? He, yes, I was. Yes, I was. We introduced mm. each other to, uh, to one another and, uh, um, you know, it was a very brief get together. Welcome. Great to have you. He said, I'm honored. I'm humbled. I remember watching you play. I'm Whoa, okay. Thank you. Um, oh. and he said, uh, um, You know, we just – first impression, you know, you can either sour the deal or sweeten the deal. I was sweet, and I was very impressed from the get-go. I think he'll be fine. So uh, maybe Scott Woodward can go on a fishing trip now. I don't think he has to hire anybody for a while. Matthew (laughs) Brody, you're the best. Go enjoy spring football today, man. Thank you. Will do. Appreciate it. You got it, my friend. Uh, That brought to you by ShopRite Tobacco Plus Discount Outlets. Uh, There are awesome deals available if you are a loyal Buku Rewards member. And it's simple. It doesn't cost you anything to join it. Um, Buku Rewards loyalty program saves you in the store. It can also save you at the gas pump. Yes, indeed. Yeah, It really can. Uh, A fuel rewards program where you can earn a significant fuel fill-up discount just through your store purchases. In addition... If you join the new Gator Gas program, you can earn additional cents off per gallon on every fuel purchase. (laughs) Just go to ShopRiteLA.com. S-H-O-P-R-I-T-E-L-A.com. Who doesn't want to save at the gas pump? ShopRite, Tobacco Plus, discount outlets, the best. We'll come back. Sweet 16 talk with Blake Lavelle from at 14 Southeastern here on The Jordy Helpert Show. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station.
0: They say shooters shoot. He's a man who shoots from the hip and a man who's hip when he shoots. And no one shoots more from the hip when it comes to sports talk than the blonde bomber. Back to more of the Jordy Holberg show on the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: All right, nobody texts me. Nobody call me at around six thirty central tonight until well after late tonight, because the Sweet Sixteen begins in the first two rounds of the of the tournament. Produced plenty of exciting moments, incredible stories, and as always, unexpected results. Blake Lavelle at fourteen Southeastern, one of our hoop gurus, kind enough to join us. Hey, Blake, how you doing, buddy?
4: Yeah, I do well, Jordan. Good to talk to you as always.
1: uh, It's a fun time. We got uh, 16 teams left, only one from the SEC, and they get things underway tonight as the four-seeded Arkansas Razorbacks are in San Francisco to take on the number one seed in the West Regional, Gonzaga. How much chances do you give Arkansas in this one?
4: Yeah, I think this is an interesting matchup because I think for Gonzaga, you know, they're going to have to – do what they do, and uh, I don't think that's going to change anything. I right? think for Arkansas, it's it's really going to have to be kind of trying to do some things that they usually don't do, and, and I don't, you know, that's not always a recipe for success when you have to do that and kind of change your the way you play, but I think Arkansas will have to do that at least a little bit in this game because mm-hmm. when you look at it, I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to match Gonzaga toe-for-toe offensively. I think they're not going to be able to run up and down the floor with them and it's just because Arkansas can't shoot the ball really well, and I think that's a problem in a game like this. And you and I have talked about it many times before. I mean, the SEC, and oh, we've seen it in this tournament. The SEC, there's a lot of teams that rely on getting to the free throw line because there's not a lot of great shooting teams in the league. And I think that could be something tonight, to where you're Arkansas, you're not maybe in the calls you've used them in getting. They've got they've shot 25 free throws each first two games in the tournament. Um, you know, if you get to the line 10 times tonight or 15 significantly less and so i think it's it's really a matter of arkansas trying to slow them down a little bit making this game grind if they can do that i think they'll have a shot but if they don't and try to match them um boy the Zag is one of those teams that just kind of throw a haymaker at you and yeah. go on a 12-0 run in about two minutes and that's that so
1: yeah i, I like the zags in this one um the nightcap in the West Regional, whether you're a Duke fan or not, the Blue Devils games have to be a point reviewing with Mike Krzyzewski. They're a 2C. They take on the 3C Texas Tech. I think of all the Sweet 16 matchups, I hate to say this, but this one could be determined on how the officials call the game. If they let Texas Tech bump and bang and and play physical, I think Duke's in trouble. If they start with a tight whistle, I think Duke will be fine.
4: Yeah, I think that's a fair point because when they look, we we know how good Texas Tech is defensively and we know the kind of style they want to play. But, you know, on the offensive side, they're they're a team that is not going to just completely overwhelm you. And I think that's going to be very important in this one because, I mean, Texas Tech has looked really good thus far in this tournament. But, you know, we've seen Duke be able to just kind of turn it on as well, certainly with their offense and and what they can do on that side of the floor. So I think this is actually a really interesting matchup from a stylistic standpoint. And like you said, I mean, if if Texas Tech is able to play, you know, that physical, aggressive sort of style and be able to, you know, do that within the the confines of how the game is called, I think Texas Tech's probably got a really good chance of winning this game. Uh, But if they don't and and that pressure is put on them to maybe score a lot of points, that's where I would probably be a little bit unsure uh, if they could be able to match
3: Duke in that kind of scenario.
1: They're only a 32% three point shooting team is Texas Tech. So they're not very good from outside, but they've got uh, all kinds of um, uh, cohesiveness and their scoring balance makes it tough to defend. I think it's a very intriguing, but I don't think the tournament wants Duke out of it just yet. I don't think they want Coach K gone. So we'll see how the officials call it. I think it'll be fascinating on that one. The other regional tonight is the South Regional in San Antonio, which has been very, very good to the two-seated Villanova uh, Wildcats in the past. They're taking on a team. Wow. Um, an at-large invitation, 11 Seated Michigan, uh, uh, all of a sudden, Hunter Dickinson has come up to the their big left-handed center in the paint has become a dominant force. Um, but I'm always a guard-oriented guy when it comes to tournament time, and so I like Villanova. What do you think of Michigan and Nova?
4: Yeah, it's an interesting game because you know I think a lot of Tennessee fans are certainly disappointed with how that game played out with them. But I mean, you really have to yeah. think about it. I mean, this Michigan team was a preseason top ten team, and I think you know, with all that potential, you're you're looking at an 11 seed here that really feels nothing like an 11 seed at this point in the season. Um, You know, it's just unfortunately, you know, their full body of work. That's kind of where it's slotted them. But yeah, I mean, you said it. I mean, if you can figure out a way to slow down Dickinson, that's that's a big priority for Villanova. And you know, I kind of look at Villanova too, like you mentioned, the guards and those kind of things. It's just a team that plays its its style so effectively, and they're just so efficient in a lot of different areas. And I think I would probably lean Villanova in this one, but but I'm telling you, just watching Michigan play these first two games, I mean, they are again, they're looking like that team that a lot of people thought could be a top ten team, and and if they can kind of put it together, and um, Dickinson continues to play the way he's he's played, I think this may actually be a good chance to be the closest game of the night. Really, when you break it down, um, but I think I'm I'm with you. I'd probably lean Villanova on this one
1: hard play and the fact that they don't miss free throws. I mean, they're like at 83% as a team, which will go down as, I think, the best in college basketball history if they can keep that pace the rest of the season, however long it goes. Man, if if you're not ahead of them and Villanova has the tempo with their guards and their free throw shooting, man, it's hard to come up with a rally to uh, to catch them and and surpass them. So uh, we shall see. And then the final one, um, man, You talk about a differential in styles, five-seeded Houston versus number one seed Arizona, the nightcap in San Antonio. What a a job this first-year coach at Arizona has done from Gonzaga. Uh, What a job he's done. They've got great players. But Houston, man, they just – I think Arizona's saying, of all the teams we had to pick to play, we got to play these guys. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I mean, for some reason, everyone Houston's been a big discussion all year, and they were a big discussion going to the tournament because everyone said, "Well, look at their resume; they haven't really played a lot of people." And um, you know, but the metrics loved them. The metrics thought they may be the second best team in the country, and yet, you know, they're a five seed. And so, I honestly think Houston's got a really good shot to win the team. I may actually pick them, to be honest with you. I think that this is a team that, like you said, there there aren't. I'm telling you, just saying I don't know if there's three teams in this left in this thing that are better coached than Houston is and with Calvin Sampson. I just think that he is—he's just terrific at what he does, and I really think that he is going to have them in a position to be able to win this game. And we saw Arizona have a close call against CCU. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. that can be a good thing for a team—you um, kind of have that reset, and now you come back out fresh. But sometimes, you know, it can show some things. And I think for Calvin Sampson. He can probably find some things in that game to say, all right, this is what we need to do to have a shot. And I just think a lot of people discounted Houston on the fact that their resume was not very impressive, but it's more about the team quality. And I think the team quality through two rounds has been very clear that they are much better than a five seed. And I think you can honestly make the case that Arizona's getting like a, a one, two or one, three matchup here in the sweet 16. And, and that's not ideal you're the wildcat. So I may actually go Houston and upset with this one. I just I love Kelvin and I love the way he coaches, and he's got a hard nosed team. I think it's going to bring it in
1: this one. They only allow fifty nine points a game. They they rebound like crazy. I think it's either going to be really really close, or Arizona is going to run away with it. You know what I mean? It's just the the, yeah. the style is everything here.
4: Yeah, that's a good point for sure.
1: All right, I got to ask your question, uh, your opinion um, on Matt McMahon, um, the new head coach at LSU, coming off of uh, his really successful tenure at Murray State.
4: Yeah, I mean, I thought you know it's it's interesting because this whole coaching cycle was going to be based, it just wound up being all the same names that, that we expected. It just it was a matter of who was going to go where. We we knew right. Matt McMahon, Dennis Gates, um, Todd Golden. But Paris, Harris, we knew those were going to be the guys that really talked about in the SEC coaching circles. To me, it was just a matter of okay, who's going to be the domino that sends one person here, one person there. I tend to think that Dennis Gates may have been that domino because you know he's one that I can tell you for certain. I mean, there was interest from in Georgia, um, you know, there was interest in South Carolina, I think LSU at least had some sort of um, intrigue about Dennis Gates, and, and ultimately, you know, he winds up in Missouri, but. I still think if you're LSU and you're at this list, what Matt McMahon's been able to accomplish has been very really impressive at real State, without a question. Because everyone thought, that, okay, is Matt McMahon just having success because he had John Moran? Clearly, that was not the case. He's someone right. that, you know, post John Moran has had a ton of success. And I think it's one of those that, quite honestly, long term, I think it's a good hire. Short term, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what the things are going to be, I don't know what punishments right. are going to be. But I think the fact is, for Matt McMahon and at LSU, honestly, from that regard, you look around at this entire league right now, and it is a changing landscape in the SEC. This next season is going to look unlike anything we've seen in the SEC in a long time because you're going to have mm-hmm. six new coaches at different spots. Now, Mike White, of course, has been in the league, um, goes, from Georgia to, to, or excuse me, goes from Florida to Georgia, but there's a lot of opportunity out there. I think for Matt McMahon, he's in the same situation as Gates at Missouri, as Golden at Florida, as Paris at South Carolina, you know, and Jans at Mississippi State. These are all guys who are going to have a chance to come in and and really put themselves right near the top half immediately. And I think for McMahon, the issue is only going to be his situation unlike all the others in that you don't really know what's coming from a a punishment standpoint and all that stuff. That lends some, some uncertainty, I think, in the short term, but Long term, to me, it seems like a a very nice hire
1: how he come, comes up with a squad he's already lost um all the recruits that were committed even the one that had signed got his release they've all decommitted brandon murray the freshman guard has entered into the transfer portal i just saw that today so he's gonna have to re-recruit some people and do some things but he says you know what i just if i want people that want to be at lsu uh and, and we'll see uh what happens i i'm still surprised to be quite honest with you one last quick one that that uh, georgia hired mike white i'm really Kind of, kind of that—that that surprised me. Did it surprise you?
3: I don't. Well, certainly
4: surprising. I, I was thinking we are not used to. I always make a joke now. It's like we're not—we're used to players being going transfer portal from SEC to SEC. We're not used to coaches um, doing that. And I think that was one that you know, stunning. That no one had a, any idea that was coming. I can tell you with percent right. certainty, no one saw that one coming. But I think from Georgia's standpoint, and I, I get it. I mean, it's. They just need someone right now to to stabilize the program. And I think okay. that Mike White was in a much different situation in Florida where they weren't looking for someone to stabilize the program. They were looking for someone to win a national championship. And, yeah. you know, they are looking for the next Billy Donovan and maybe they get that kind of goal. No one has any idea if that's going to happen. But I think for Mike White and Georgia, actually, I don't think the fit is that far off because I think Mike White is a good coach i just think that the expectations of florida were not for him to be a good coach it was for him okay. to have the type of success that they wanted to have which was keeping florida and kentucky at the top of the sec which we talked about for a long time but now it's not just that anymore it's kentucky it's tennessee it's auburn it's alabama it's arkansas it's LSU. all these teams that have made these pushes in recent years Florida's kind of just stayed there where they were before, and they haven't really made that big, giant push that you would want if you're a Florida fan. So I think Mike White actually may do quite well in Georgia just based on the fact that there's not going to be that same amount of pressure going into a job where you know they lost 26 teams last year. So I think that he can actually stabilize them pretty quickly. I'm not saying they're going to win an SEC title, but I don't know if it's a terrible hire just from that standpoint.
1: (laughs) Great point. Blake Lavelle at 14 Southeastern. Enjoy the Sweet 16, and thank you. Thanks, Jordy. Take care, buddy. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back more with more here on the Jordy Holtberg Show.
0: Jordy Holtberg was draining three-pointers with ease way before Steph Curry came on the scene or was even born. Now back to the Jordy Holberg show on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: And we're back, nestled at 2020 Rue Promenade Suite 2020, is a place called Eon of Lafayette. It's body contouring, smarter body contour. Don't take my word for it. We've got Whitney on who handles the marketing for Eon of Lafayette, soon to be Eon of Baton Rouge in the springtime. Whitney, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. We got five minutes for you to tell, explain to people. I do it every day, but you're even closer to it. When somebody says, what is Eon? What do you tell them?
5: I tell them that it is the premier touchless body contouring treatment. It's it's this new technology that reduces abdominal fat, and actually you can use it all over your body. And we've had zero non-responders, meaning everyone has some great results from using the
1: robot. I used it uh, your, mm-hmm. your great boss, Tara LaParis was there. She did it. And I, I, I gotta be honest. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what I'm doing it. I'm not so sure about this, but she <laughs> eased my apprehension and, uh, I didn't feel anything, but like a cool little breeze on my belly and on my sides and all. And it was, it was painless, effortless. It was no trouble whatsoever.
5: Yeah. It's super easy. And compared to the competitors, I mean, it's, it's basically painless, right? You feel like a, maybe a tiny bit of discomfort, but there's no pulling at you. There's no tugging. There's no weird oils we put on you. It doesn't <laughs> even touch your body. So it's super comfortable and convenient.
1: If someone would say, um, am, I, am I eligible for this? What, what kind of person can best utilize Eon of Lafayette?
5: So Eon is made for all body types and skin types. The, the main thing that we look for is your BMI. And so a typical patient for Eon should be at a BMI below 30. It's not this miracle thing. We do talk to patients and let them know that you still have to eat well, you still have to take care of yourself, but it will yeah. help you lose two belt sizes.
0: Wow.
1: I would love to be, you know, to get down to like a 32 uh, waist, and that's what I'm hoping for. I really am.
5: Yeah, you can do multiple treatments. So every, you know, 6 to 12 weeks, you can come back in and do the treatment again.
1: Okay. Um, Safe. Easy, secure. It's a it's a twenty minute segment for each part of the the body that you want to look. It's it's for those people, right? That that exercise and exercise and they eat right. It's those that some places are just impossible to get the way you want to get it. It just happens with age. So those are the type of people I think that benefit the most from this because they're taking care of themselves. But this will get rid of those fat cells once and for all and forever.
5: That's right. It's permanent fat reduction. And I'm a mom of three. I've done it. I had you a little area on my tummy that I just could not get rid of with all of the diet and exercising. And Eon helped me get rid of that little mom pooch that we all get after (laughs) having children.
1: I love it. Um, Tell everybody the phone number, and, and you can go in there and get a free consultation, I'm sure? Yes. So
5: consultations are free. We we want all of our patients to come in for a consultation because we want to make sure that it's right for them mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. we can kind of guide them through the whole process so they understand it. Um, our phone number at the Lafayette location is 337-278-7641, and our website is um, eonoflouisiana.com.
1: That is E-O-N of louisiana.com. That phone number again, 337-278-7641. Non-invasive permanent. That's the key word. Permanent fat loss. How's things going in the Baton Rouge uh, location?
5: They are moving forward quickly. So our hope is to have that location open late spring, early summer. And we have some... Other big news that we'll be sharing soon, maybe not just yet, but Eon of Lafayette and Eon of Baton Rouge are turning into Eon of Louisiana quickly, and we're hoping to be in multiple areas all over the state.
1: Wow, Tara Tara can't be everywhere at at, at the same time. She's going to have to do some things else and by, and by the way, she's spectacular. She she is really good at what she does. She's very uh kind, very sympathetic and very good at doing this uh robotic laser, touchless laser. Uh it's it's a phenomenal looking machine and it's really high tech. It, it was fascinating to be a part of it.
5: Oh, yeah. Tara's great. And she knows her stuff. You know, she's in the medical field. And so I think patients come in and they trust her expertise. And so that's why we're growing so quickly because it works.
1: Whitney, you're the best. Thank you so much for your time and keep up the great work at Eon of Lafayette, Eon of Baton Rouge, soon to be Eon of, y'all are taking over the world, Eon of Louisiana. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All righty. That sounds great. Okay. We uh, we are running out of time here in our first uh, hour of the program. Coming up, hour number two, Frank Schwab will join us, and we'll talk all things NFL. We'll hear from Coach uh, Matt McMahon, the new LSU basketball coach, and much, much more. So keep it locked in right here on the Jordy Hilpert Show on 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. We are Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. We'll be back for hour number two next.
0: Live and local. This is The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone. It's a Saints touchdown. Streaming live on 1037 The Game mobile app and online at 1037thegame.com. It is the Saints touchdown. This is the Jordy Holberg Show. Hey, baby. We're going to be Call us up at 337-706-0111. They've got party. Now here's your host, Jordy Holberg. Hour two of two, and away
1: we go. I hope everybody's doing great on this Thursday, March 24th of year 2022. What a great day uh, it is as compared to what we saw earlier in the week. Again, our thoughts and prayers to those uh, who were impacted by uh, the tornadoes outside of New Orleans. Um, man, we're hoping for a speedy, speedy recovery. Hour number two of on a Thursday, brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti Aging. Clinics of Louisiana. They're in Lafayette right there off of Ambassador Caffrey. Their number 337-484-1234. Guys, you get older, you start to get a little bit more lethargic. You start to get a little tired. You don't perform as well. Hormone replacement therapy is the trick. HIV Rt. You go in, you get a free consultation, you get your blood work drawn, they analyze it, they see where you're lacking and where you need help, and then they formulate a plan for you. HRT at the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana in Baton Rouge and in Lafayette off of Ambassador Caffrey. The phone number, 337-484-1234. Go ahead and tell them that Jordy Hopper sent you in. We heard from Brian Kelly to start the show as LSU spring football gets underway here shortly. Yesterday, Coach Matt McMahon um, was introduced to uh, the media and to the LSU basketball world and uh, we've got some sound of him as as to why uh, you know all kinds of things first off um, how he's invested his time with the players
6: I was top priority hit the ground running from the second I got the job so uh, I think that's very important it's all about getting the right people on the bus And we're going to work to establish those relationships. I don't expect someone to walk in and shake my hand in 30 seconds and have trust established. But we're going to work to do that. I'm going to lay out a vision for how we're going to run our program and how it's going to benefit these young men on and off the basketball court. I have great confidence in that. So I want people who want to be here. I don't know why you wouldn't want to be here. And that's how we're going to build it. So I think that's a critical piece, roster management, who you hire on your coaching staff are are my two biggest priorities with number three being, and I've already gotten to do a lot of this meeting great people here.
1: We met. Thank you, coach. I appreciate that. Uh, Brandon Murray, the freshman guard has already, uh, entered the transfer portal before he knew about that. Coach McMahon was asked how to keep the players that are here, here.
6: Oh, we definitely have been besieged with texts and emails. You know, everybody wants to come to LSU. As I said, it's one of the great places in, in all of college sports. So uh, I'm going to put together the best staff, That not necessarily because of the name on where the front of their jersey was. I'm going to get transformative people on my staff who are going to impact our young people. I, I know, you know every coach comes to these press conferences and says, we're going to win national champ, we're going to win. We're gonna... Everyone wants to win. It's about the processes of how you go about doing that on a daily basis. And so I'm going to have great people in our organization who are going to invest in our players and help them maximize their opportunities here at LSU to get a world-class education, to play in the best league in America, and to compete at the very highest level. We've developed pros in the NBA, the G League, the Euro League uh, for many years, and we're going to recruit the very best here at LSU. So back to the staff, it'll be a mixture of everything.
1: That's my bad. I was out of line on uh, uh, on the order of things. So the staff, we we shall see. Uh, is he going to bring some over from Murray State? What are his connections around? How many? Uh, is he going to get someone with ties to the SEC? Um, we shall see. We shall see. Um, he was asked if there was concern with the sanctions. Well, when you're making five hundred thousand a year at Murray State and you get offered two point six million to start, creeping up to three point two million, I got a funny feeling that. He's not very concerned with sanctions.
6: This is LSU, one of the great brands in all the sports. This is the SEC. We've built a program with elite players, and we're going to continue to do that here at LSU. I'm excited to move the program forward, and we're going to build it with great players, great people, and everyone in our organization. And so no concerns there at all. I'm excited about this opportunity of a lifetime, and we're ready to roll.
1: Again, NCAA, if you're listening to me, don't penalize the players. Do all the damage you want to Will Wade and Coach Armstrong. Hit LSU in the pocketbook. find them an exorbitant amount of money. Let the kids play in the NCAA tournament if they're good enough. Just don't let LSU get any money from the NCAA tournament for getting in. And if they advance, every time you advance, the paycheck gets higher and higher and higher. That seems to me to be fair. None of these kids were involved in this. Don't penalize them. Let them do their thing. Just don't let LSU reap the benefits of it and hit them where it hurts in the pocketbook. Does that make sense? I know that's not going to be the way it is, but that's not going to deter the excitement Greg McMahon has for this opportunity to coach a Power 5 school in the Southeastern Conference.
6: Uh, what I loved about this opportunity uh, was the chance to win at the highest level, to compete for championships, uh, to be a part of a passionate fan base, uh, to be a part of this Baton Rouge community, and to be out front in the entire state of Louisiana.
1: There you go. Um, I, I'm telling you, Scott Woodward, I'm, I'm clapping my hands for you, big guy. I'm clapping my hands. I was so impressed with Brian Kelly. Kim Mulkey, I mean, come on, I mean, come on, doesn't get any better than that. Jay Johnson, well, okay, um, I think he's really good. I don't know what's going on with this LSU baseball team. They lost again last night. They had a lead, a two-run lead in the ninth, and they couldn't hold on to it, and they lost to Louisiana Tech 7-6, to six. A game, a game that lasted five hours and 13 minutes. You know why I don't like baseball? Five hours and 13 minutes. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And Tech beats them again. So um, the bats, okay. Pitching, yeah, not so good. Not so good at all. Um, Tigers had a chance in the bottom of the 12th after back-to-back singles by K Doty and Giovanni Giacomo, but left them both stranded. Uh, Trey Morgan went three for six with three RBIs on the pitching front. LSU sent seven pictures to the mound. Uh, far from ideal considering that a big series awaits the Tigers this weekend when they uh, travel to Gainesville to face eighth-ranked Florida in a three-game series beginning Friday at 6 p.m. on the SEC Network. And, of course, right here on 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Um, quite a night for on the softball pitch for junior Allie Kilponen for LSU. She threw her first career no-hitter during 22-ranked LSU softball's 12-zip run rule win over Nichols State. Kilponen improved to 10-4 and 4 in the season. She struck out 11 of the 17 batters she faced with just two walks. Her 11 strikeouts matched her Season high, a no-no in softball. Next up, LSU at 21 and 12 travels to take uh, to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on 10th-ranked Arkansas for a three-game series March 26th, 27th, and 28th. Man, a no-hitter. All right. Um, again, spring football begins today in earnest. The Saints still haven't done anything that I know of. As of yet, and the Pelicans face a huge, huge three game home series. Uh, the 42 and 30 Chicago Bulls are in town tonight. Um, and if you look at the NBA standings as we speak, the uh, the Pelicans are in the tenth spot in the Western Conference. And um, they're trying to hold off the San Antonio Spurs, who they will take on on Saturdays. The Pels have a a game-and-a-half lead over the Spurs. The Spurs trying to get into that 10th and final spot. Uh, The Pels trail the Lakers by a half game. The Lakers lost last night to the 76ers. LeBron set it out with uh, (laughs) um, knee issues. He just was load managing. He's going to be ready for the Pels on Sunday. You can Book that one because they need that one. Um, so if you got a ticket to go see the Pels and the Lakers, LeBron may go for 50. He'll try. He's the scoring leader in the in the NBA right now. He and Joel Embiid, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, they want that one. The Pels have got to beat the Spurs uh on Saturday. That's the most critical game of the season. No question, no doubt. And did you see we talked about Zion and his uh his dunk? I also saw Zion going one-on-one with one of the uh development coaches and uh who used to play in the league, by the way. So he's no, he's no uh has been no shoe in. And boy, he looked good. He looked good. Is this again? I get the impression that the the Pelicans are in a no-win situation. Because Zion's putting all this stuff out there. The Pelicans aren't, aren't withholding it. They're letting the world see it. It makes you say, my gosh, let him play. He wants to play. Let him play. And the Pel's are saying, no, we got to medically clear him. What happens if something happens? Well, something could happen tomorrow. Something that could happen today walking down the street. Um, they want the best interest for Zion, but they can't win for trying, either way. So we shall see. Tonight, the Chicago Bulls are in the Smoothie King Center. The Bulls, went. they were on, on fire for a while. Now they've calmed down a little bit. They've only won three of their last ten. At one point in time, they were leading the East, and then they trailed the Heat by a game. Now they're four and a half games back, and they are in the fifth seed in the East. Behind the Heat, Sixers, Bucks, the Hard Charging Winners of nine of their last 10, Boston Celtics, and then the Chicago Bulls. So uh, the Eastern Conference up for grabs. The Heat lead the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Celtics by a game and a half. So that thing could go either way. All right, we'll take a quick timeout here. Uh, We're brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinic of Louisiana. We talked about Eon of Lafayette, trying to get rid of all that... uh, unwanted fat that you just can't lose, well, it's time for another wellness and fitness segment. We're trying to help everybody out here. Um, And when we return, our good friend Courtney Pelliquin will join us. Anytime Fitness. No telling what she's got up her sleeve today, but we'll find out as we join her next here on the Geordie Helpert Show, on the game. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles. We are Southwest Louisiana's sports station. But before we go, before we go, um, college basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Yeah, it's that, it's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1037GAME, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code 1037 game this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877- 770-770- Seven eight six seven, Courtly Pelican James on Zoom. When we return to the Jordy Heltberg Show, stay with us.
0: Time to open up the vault for the games this day in sports history, March twenty fourth, two thousand two. Craig Perks of New Zealand chips in twice on the final three holes for his only PGA Tour career win. Winning the PGA Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass. Perks beat Stephen Ames by two strokes. That was this day in sports history. We now return to the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: Do you want to see some of the most elite dunkers and exceptional ball handlers on the planet? Well, the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters are returning to the Cajun Dome on Tuesday, April 5th. And you can see them live. The game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, is giving away a four-pack of tickets for the family-friendly show. How do you win? Simply text TROTTER, T R. O T T E R to six eight six eight three to win tickets to see the Globe Trotters once again. Text TRUTTER, Trotter T R O T T E R to six eight six eight three to win a family four pack of tickets to see the Harlem Globe Trotters live at the Cajun Dome, courtesy of Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. Um, spring football practice getting ready to get underway. And we'll have reports on that. Um, Rick Barnes has a new contract extension through the 26, 27 season as the head basketball coach of the um, Tennessee volunteers. Um, Boy, Deshaun Watson has a lot of football talent, but now the news is a second grand jury in Texas is considering evidence related to another accusation of sexual misconduct against Deshaun Watson. That was confirmed with Tony Busby, the lawyer for the complainant. The grand jury is in Brazoria County, south of Houston. So we shall see. Uh, One thing's for sure. Cleveland. Uh, he is not going to, he is not going to be your quarterback for the first couple of weeks of the season. All right. Uh, wellness and fitness time with our good friend, Courtney Peliquin of anytime fitness. She is back and better than ever. And Courtney, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good
7: afternoon. It's going. I'm having issues with my phone. I told you that my screen is all messed up. And so it was going out of whack well, girl, trying to connect to the Zoom. But here I am. I made you, it.
1: You got to spend some money and, uh, and and get yourself a new <laughs> phone. All right. Anyway, I'm just teasing you. OK, I have so to find the
7: time first.
1: I understand. We have talked about a lot of things in our sessions, and uh, we've talked about the right type of uh, adult beverages to drink. We've right. talked about um, getting involved in a in a fitness plan, and it's very important what you eat and what you don't eat. I'm just curious, um, for somebody that is just starting out, what is the, everybody wants to go, 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 and get involved, get, boy, you're going to get sore in a hurry if you're not careful. So what is the What is the proper regimen to do when it comes to lifting weights, to doing cardio? We only got an hour. How, How do we manage that?
7: Well, you know that's uh, one of the beauty, uh, beauty, beautiful things about what we do at uh, our anytime fitness facility. Um, when you come in for a membership, you get a free fitness consult, and with that fin- fitness consult comes um, an assessment of where you are uh, fitness wise, what you're capable of doing, um, any restrictions you might have, um, and they go into very, uh, they're very detailed with um, our coaches who are very, very they they know their, they know their stuff. Let me say that. But, um, so it just depends on the person and we, we try to start off with a fitness consult. That way we don't just throw them into the gym, not knowing what they're doing and have them like, you know, in all these machines that they're really not sure where to start or so that's always a good thing to take advantage of our free fitness consult.
1: That's a good start. Now, is it, is it wise to do, let's say I have three days of the week in which I can go to a gym. Is it wise to do like upper body one day, lower body the next day, and then maybe do a combination of two, or should you do all around body the whole time? How, how would you, how would you describe it? And what would you recommend?
7: So it really depends on the person and their goals. Um, Everybody has a different goal. Some people might just want to strictly lose weight. Some people might want to bulk up. Um, Some people might have specific muscle groups that they want to focus on. Like currently right now, you know, I'm getting ready for – booty summer, hot girl booty. So my, my, my coach Ben, he's, that's his jam. So he's working on my glutes with me right now. So that's our main focus. But on the outside of uh, me working with Ben on my glutes, I do a lot of, um, you know, I change it up. I do arms and I do a little bit of cardio and it really just, everybody's, um, workout regimen is really catered to their goals, their specific body. And, um, you know, everybody's different
1: so uh, the individual should say okay what do i really want to accomplish do i want to get yes. um stronger arms do i want to get firmer legs do i want my rear end to be in, now, in better shape and then let, let you know that and then your guys can target that area and work it till it till it hurts
7: yeah absolutely and i was gonna i was gonna say let me say guys do not just focus on stronger arms okay we need to be prepared Portion it. you need to work on your legs No, yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the, the big arms and then the chicken legs oh my so. god <laughs> that's the
1: worst that is the all-time worst no guys come on now you can't do that cannot do that sheesh um but yeah me I mean, it's,
7: it's really just catered to everybody and their specific goals that's one of the main things we ask when you walk through our gym is hey glad to have you here what what are your main goals what do you want to focus on and then we go from there
1: and then uh how important is stretching before and after
7: um we do i mean everybody's different what we do in our gym is basically we do like more of like a warm ups before the workout like Maybe some um, body body weight exercises like a few um, air squats and some push ups and a little bit of mobility and then we do some mobility and stretching afterwards. So it's def- they're both very 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 important for recovery and muscle recovery and that type of stuff.
1: And for the guys out there, uh, we, you know, we have these big egos and we think, okay, we, uh, we gotta start off with light weights, right? Yeah, I mean, you can't get in there and be Arnold Schwarzenegger from day one. You're never going to make it.
7: You know, it, it just depends. Like, man, Ben, I always thought, like, you know, because I'm a smaller girl, I don't want to bulk up too much. And so I need to uh, tone my weights down. But Ben, our uh, my main coach who works for me, he has me on some serious weights. And I'm like, I can't lift that. And uh, it, it's actually surprising me. So uh, with the larger weights, I, we do, like, less reps. And it really is helping me uh, build that the, my personal goal of uh the toning of the glutes and stuff like that so again it just it really depends depends on what you're looking for and what your goals are so but there's words, something yeah, for everybody yeah
1: everybody's unique everybody has different uh, makeup a mentality uh but it all takes work you gotta if 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 you want to do it it takes the work to do it you, it's and it's not a someday thing it's an everyday thing
7: yeah and you know what I, earlier when you said okay look we have an hour to be honest you don't even need an hour in the gym like if you're doing work the whole time yeah and non-stop you're getting in that the heavier and the like really quick efficient workout main goal like 30 minutes
1: okay
7: and we're done, and out of there, done all right uh, your, fo-
1: your phone is going your phone is going out you again walk
7: out of there and you feel like Somebody All right, you're your
1: Your phone is history. We're going to have to stop here. Your phone is history. You froze. Um, Next week, I'm going to talk talk to Courtney next week about you've got a lot of children that are are athletes. How can you get them more explosive? How can you get them stronger? How can you dedicate a plan specific to their sport that's going to help them become the best they can possibly become? So that's what we'll talk about next week. Courtney Peliquin, Anytime Fitness, um, fix your phone thank you
5: i know i know i'm about to just throw it in the pool and run to at&t bye
1: so, oh, goodbye you. goodbye all right there Happy you go soon. all right you got it girl thank you so much Courtney so that's part of our you know wellness oh, feature God. that we have done and uh she's really great at what she does and we're gonna figure out a way to help you become the best you can become Southwest Louisiana Sports Station wants to give you the chance to score the ultimate crawfish boil brought to you by j and Exterminating Kramer <laughs> Equipment and Cody's Crawfish you can win two sacks of live crawfish a Pot, burner, ice chest, tumbler, chairs, a $500 Visa gift card, and tickets to an Astros game. Sign up today for the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com so you can score the ultimate crawfish boil from j and j exterminating kramer equipment cody's crawfish and the game 1037 lafayette and 1041 lake charles we'll take a time out here when we come back the schwab frank schwab will make sense of all this nfl stuff when we return to the Jordy helpert show on the game 1037 lafayette 1041 lake charles Southwest Louisiana Sports Station brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana.
0: The Jordy Holberg Show prides itself on settling for nothing less than the best.
7: This thing has a variety of nauseating aspects to it.
0: Jordy has the best takes, the best guests, and let's be honest, the best nickname. The Blonde Bomber is cool as hell. I agree. All right, let's play ball. Back to only the best on the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: The Hangout Music Festival is returning this summer to Gulf Shores and the game 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles has your tickets to this epic weekend of music. You can score VIP passes by becoming a member of the game rewards club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Don't miss the return of Hangout Music Fest featuring Post Malone, Halsey, and Megan the Stallion, just to name a few. That's Hangout Music Fest, May 20th to the 22nd in Gulf Shores, when VIP passes from the game, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. And look, Uh, We like to feed you and the game clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com can help you um, as well. Um, Become a member of our rewards club. You'll have the opportunity to win excellent prizes like a $50 gift certificate to the Half Shell Oyster House, $150 gift certificate to Mr. Lester Steakhouse, or... A $25 gift certificate for Mabel's Kitchen at Cypress Bayou. You can only win all of these by joining the game clubhouse at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. So go sign up today. Yes, indeed. Um, We are efforting to get Frank Schwab on. And uh, until we do, we'll just press onward. How about that? How about that? Yes, indeed. Um, Again, so many shift changes, um, and, and the saints, I, I I just don't know what they're doing. If anything, um, you know, they, they, they've got a lot of needs. They've got a lot of money left uh, in this thing. We keep talking about getting a, a wide receiver in the first round, if that's the possibility, because you need a f- playmaking receiver to go alongside Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is that guy that those short intermediate routes and catches everything. Uh, but, but if you don't have somebody that can go down the field and be a threat like a Tyree kill, who very few of those come around um then then the boy you're really really in trouble um Saints have been loosely tied to one of the safest bets of those uh, veteran wide receivers former tiger jarvis landry though nothing uh, uh, substantial appears to have developed there's other big names Julio Jones Will Fuller Odell Beckham Jr they all come with with injury risk now this year's draft class features A lot of really, really good receiver talent. But you got to take into consideration um, recent trades that could complicate some things. Uh, The Green Bay Packers received the Raiders' first and second-round picks for Devontae Adams. You don't think they're going to try and get a receiver for Aaron Rodgers, the Kansas City Chiefs? received a five pick call from the Miami Dolphins including a 20-22 uh, first and second rounders um for Tyreek Hill you don't think they're going to try and replace him both teams could be in the mix for a receiver early in the draft with lots of ammunition to trade up and uh pass up other teams like the Saints who are receiver needy so you got to take that into consideration the Saints got to be in the mix for help at running back you can't uh, how much is Alvin Kamara going to be available is there going to be a ruling from the the league office on him or he can't be in every down every game back you got to have somebody relieve him so running back tight end is is another one in either the draft or the second wave of of free agency. You've got several free agents from last year's team, Quan Alexander, P.J. Williams, and Trey Quan Smith. Um, Are they going to be in line to return if the market favors the Saints? I don't know. So, um, look, we've lost some, no question. Uh, Teron Armstead being one, Marcus Williams another. The Saints kind of figured that the market would be at such a price that that would be the case so um that's that's understandable armstead to the dolphins williams to the ravens look the saints did get the most important thing of their off-season to-do list handled and that's bringing Jameis winston winston back so um I just got a text. Uh, Frank's not going to be able to make it. Something's come up. So we'll press on. That's just the way it goes. Um, and uh, so the Saints did get Jameis Winston. And now you see with the Deshaun Watson, those the mountain of civil suits, and now another um, allegation coming down the pipeline. So maybe the Saints uh, are better off without. So they lost. Now, um, they did. Do a couple little things. They got uh, Marcus May, three years, $22.5 million to as a replacement for Williams. They got the rotational defensive lineman in Contavious Street. But um, the Saints still have a lot of soft spots. A lot of soft spots. Um, but they're They're flush with cap space after freeing tens of millions of dollars, uh, with a barrage of restructures. Remember, they were like 87 million over the cap and now they're like 30 million under the cap. Now, how do they, how much do they intend to spend? Uh, how much are they willing to spend? I, I don't know. You'll have to ask Gail Benson that one. Uh, there's a lot of notable free agents still looking for a new home, Uh, But the big money period of free agency is mostly over. And this could be where the Saints strike, as they have in recent years. Uh, They signed players like Jared Cook after the free agency frenzy of spending. They signed Emmanuel Sanders well after the start of free agency. And we'll forget, the Saints are armed with seven draft picks, including numbers 18, 49, 98, and and 101 and one expected win would help uh, when the NFL awarded the Saints a third round comp- compensatory pick to make up for the loss of defensive end Trey Hendrickson last offseason so there's this all kinds of things um Now, the the thought process was the Saints were going to get a fourth-round pick for the loss of Hendrickson. Uh, They get a third-rounder, and that's about a 35-spot jump, which should come in handy in a draft class that I am told the strength is expected to be in the middle rounds. It's not a superstar-laden draft for the most part, but who knows? When you look at the roster – we already talked about wide receiver. The other spot that stands out, no question, left tackle. With Teron Armstead's departure, um, left tackle's out there. When he was healthy, I mean, Armstead was was sensational. He's one of the premier players in the league at his position. I don't think the Saints are going to move all-pro right tackle Ryan Ramchek over to the left-hand side. They could go into the season with the veteran James Hurst, in at left tackle, considering he played well in relief of Armstead last season. But they could also take a longer look at their sixth-round pick from last year, Landon Young. The Saints might be more privy to keeping Hurst in his role as a sixth offensive lineman. Fit in here, fit in there, fit in wherever somebody gets hurt or somebody needs a break. Uh, Hurst started three games at different positions as an injury fill-in last season. Um, the veteran offensive tackle market is slim. So would the Saints possibly use their top selection on a new tackle? Well, it depends if they get a wide receiver in free agency. That probably is a smart thing to do. If you don't get a wide receiver in free agency, then the dilemma, do you take the wide receiver with your 18th pick and go for alignment after that? I don't know. I don't know. Um If they take a tackle with their first pick, that's kind of the way the saints have operated in the past. It selected each of its four returning starters in the first or the second round. So still some things to be done, still some uh, uh, knots to be tied and tees to be crossed and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see. It's a very, very pivotal time uh, for the new Orleans saints and we'll see what they, what they do. Um, I don't know what was more surprising to me, the Atlanta Falcons trading Matt Ryan to Indianapolis or the Chiefs moving Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. It's got to be some underlining uh, message to that. I I, I don't know. Uh, Is it just money? Was it more to it? Well, it didn't take long for the Chiefs to find their replacement for Tyree Kill. They have agreed to a three-year, $30 million deal with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, The move comes a day after the Chiefs traded Hill to the Dolphins for five draft picks, including a first and second round pick in this draft. Um, I don't know. Uh, Why aren't the Saints doing anything? Uh, So the Packers have lost Devontae Adams. They've lost Marquez Valdez Scantling. So, you know, you know, the Packers are going to make a deal. They're going to try and move up and they're going to try and get that go to receiver. You know that there's no question, no question whatsoever. So we'll see what the, uh, what the Saints do. Um, Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yes, indeed. All right. We'll take a time out here when we come back. uh, Final thoughts on tonight's four games in the sweet 16. Who's going to win it? I'll kind of give you my thoughts and my predictions uh, and then some more as we uh, wrap up this uh, Thursday edition of the Jordy Hulpert Show. On the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, simulcast Stadium 32.3 and 133 on LUS Fiber. We'll be right back.
0: Back to more of the Jordy Holtberg show on the game. One Oh three, seven Lafayette and one Oh four, one Lake Charles Southwest Louisiana's sports station.
1: Hi, we welcome you back 48 minutes, 49 minutes after the hour. Um, as we wrap things up here on the Jordy Holtberg show, um, sweet 16 underway tonight. Number one seeded Gonzaga versus fourth seeded Arkansas. Gonzaga beat Memphis by four points. All right. And, um, they struggle. I think Arkansas will give them a good run for their money. I still think Gonzaga is going to win it. Uh, but if you're into um Kings and all that kind of stuff, Gonzaga is a nine and a half point favorite in this thing. I think Arkansas keeps it pretty close. I really do. I think, uh, I think all of these games are going to be going to be close games. Um, Villanova, number two seed, is a five point favorite over Michigan. I think because of their, their free throw shooting capabilities, uh, I'm going to give the edge to Nova and I'm going to take the points on that one. I think, you know, Michigan is going to have to foul late. And I think Nova just nicks free throws at an unprecedented clip. Uh, and I think that they will. Uh, take a close game and expend expand it at the end and i think they win by more than five texas tech and duke are a pick them this game i've said it again and again and again this is going to be the duke's toughest game of the tournament by far um so much will depend upon how the officials officiate the game if it's a quick whistle you know um uh, with a with a touch touch foul type of thing um advantage duke if they let them play if it gets physical and they swallow their whistles advantage, Texas tech, Texas tech is going to be grinding away time play after play after play. Uh Paulo Bancaro has to play like the number one pick in the NBA draft. He's got to go get you 25 to 30 tonight. I think if he's, uh, if you're a Duke fan, I think he's got to try and take over the game from an offensive perspective and, um, Texas Tech, man, they just um, they just don't beat themselves year uh, all year long. They have been a thorn in everybody's side. So I think this is going to be Duke's toughest. I somehow figure out a way for the NCAA and those officials to keep Coach K in this tournament for another day. I just don't think they want that storyline to disappear. I just don't. It'll be the highest-watched game of the night by far because it's it's must-see material. And then the last game on the docket, uh, Houston, a five-seed. Arizona, a one-seed. Zona, only a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Just one-and-a-half. Um... <whistles> ah, man, it, it would not shock me if Houston um, – Pull the upset. I, I, you know, I'm going with the one seed Gonzaga over the fourth seed Arkansas. I'm going with the two seed Nova to beat the 11 seed Michigan. I'm going with the two seed Duke to beat the three seed Texas Tech. I think in this one, I'm going with the five seed Houston. They're just tough. And Arizona hadn't played anybody like them yet. Houston, balanced scoring, great defensive club, great rebounding club. Uh, I like the Cougars and Kevin Sampson. And uh to shock Arizona. Um, you know, their coach came from Gonzaga and he's used to playing that kind of way. Houston is that physical, get after you tough uh kind of guy. Um, oh, it's a tough one, but I think I'm gonna go with Houston. And I've been wrong before, of course, but it's just a just a gut check, gut feeling, uh, and uh, we shall see. We shall see again. College football in Baton Rouge is uh, begins a new era. Um, so impressed with Brian Kelly, so impressed. Um, with what he did at Notre Dame and what he's doing already here, gonna get better players, gonna get better skilled people. Um, I-, I think he's gonna be just fine, but in a league where there is no there is no easy one across the board. So, you know, he's not going to be playing the Air Force and the Naval Academy uh, anymore. He's not. He's going to be playing a tough opponent each and every week. There'll be one or two little cupcakes sprinkled in early in the year. But after that, once he hits the conference, there ain't no easy ones. And that's something that um, – you know, he knew at Notre Dame, wow, we're better than Air Force. We're better than Navy. We're better than Boston College. We're we're going to win. Um, We may not play our best, but we're still going to win. That ain't the case anymore. But he likes competition. He likes the challenge. And I love what he had to say uh earlier on. I loved it. I think it's going to be great. Open up the competition. Let the best man win. It's going to make everybody individually better and it's going to make everybody collectively better because you got to work every day you got to give it everything you've got on every single play that's what competition is all about and if you play on any level of sports If you're playing on the high school level, here comes a freshman coming in and he becomes a sophomore. He he wants to take your job. You're a college player. They recruit nothing but great talent. Five stars. They want the gig. You got to fend them off. So competition is great. And uh, we'll see what it does. All right. Um, If today is your birthday, March 24th, happy birthday from all of us to all of you. You share yours with... God, great on the field. He might be even better off the field. Peyton Manning, how great is he on that? Uh, he and Eli in and the, and the, you know, calling Monday night football games. How great was that? And all the commercials. He, he's just sensational. Peyton is 45 years young today. And Mark Callaway, What? Who? Who's Mark Callaway? Oh, The Undertaker, one of the scariest human beings I've ever seen from afar. I don't want to see him up close, but uh, The Undertaker is 56 years young today. We are brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinic of Louisiana. Improve not only your appearance on the outside, but also, more importantly, how you feel on the outside. Inside. Um, Come on back tomorrow. Friday, we'll preview all the baseball games. We'll recap the Sweet 16, the first four games, preview the final four games on Friday, and uh, much, much more. Whatever comes down the pipeline, we'll have it. Larry Holder will join us. Um, George Faust from KLFY, the regular crew shuffles in, um, and we'll have a fun Friday. James, thank you so much for all you do. Thanks to Matthew Bruni, Blake Lavelle, Whitney Savoy from Eon of Lafayette, Courtney Pelliquin from Anytime Fitness, and I'm sorry, Frank Schwab. Maybe we can get Frank on tomorrow. The Schwab. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. And we understand. It's called filling. It's where you earn your keep. And I hope I earned it. Hope I earned it. Um, so come on back tomorrow, same time, 2 to 4. Same great stations, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, simulcast Stadium 32.3, and 133 on LUS Fiber. Until tomorrow, I'm Jordy Halpert. Stay thirsty, my friends. Do everything you can to stay healthy, my friends. And by all means, let's be happy, my friends. So long, everybody.